Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor and our guest today is Brainerd City Administrator Jennifer Bergman. Jennifer, welcome back to Community Focus and Happy New Year. Thanks, Ken. Thanks, Tess. And same to you. Happy New Year to you guys and everybody listening. Yeah. Thank you. Now, as we were starting the show and we were walking in here, we thought, this kind of time of year kind of, huh? Yeah. what's going on? But I know you do have some new faces in the City Council and let's talk about some of the things going on right now this time of year. We do. We have some of the new and some of the same yes so which i think is fantastic Mm. um at the january 4th meeting uh city council members the newly elected city council members did take their oath of office Mm -hmm. and our two newly elected council members are jeff chesok who is an at-large member and then kara terry is our other new council member so and then also gabe johnson was re-elected mayor bedeau was re-elected and kelly bevins was re-elected wonderful Mm. then the very first meeting of the new term of the city council they always elect a council president and a council vice president and so they did the council did elect kelly bevins to continue as their council president for this term which is 23 and 24. okay and then they also elected gabe johnson as our vice president and so he will also continue Continue. as our council (laughs) vice president so kind of nice to have some new faces and then also some continuity and Mm -hmm. you know saying the same then the council president did also appoint as you know we have two committees we have a safety and public works committee and we also have a personnel and finance committee. So the council president did nom- or elect those uh, positions as well. Okay. He has Gabe Johnson as our chair of personnel and finance and Mike O'Day as our chair of safety and public works. So great leadership uh, coming into this next term. So I have a question because I know uh, when we saw the new legislators elected at the state level, they had to go to school for about a week because there's a lot of things that you need to know about procedure, if nothing else, and, you know, so on and so forth. Does that happen to our new council members? So a couple of things. First of all, we always meet with our newly elected officials um, just to sit down and go over things uh, with them. Also, the League of Minnesota Cities does offer a an elected leader's Institute. So encouraging our, our, for our new elected officials, but also our existing elected officials too. It's a great training. So encouraging them to attend that. And that is a day and a half session, not a week. I think there's a lot more to learn at the state. Yeah, I'm sure. (laughs) I'm sure. So interesting. Yeah. Good. All right. Well, uh, we say uh, welcome to the new faces there, and uh, if uh, folks are interested in watching them in action, uh, they're still available to do that as well. They are. We stream on YouTube, and we are also back on cable, so you can watch that on either Charter or CTC. The other thing, too, is we have a lot of boards and commissions. And so, first of all, we always encourage any Brainerd resident who's interested in being involved in that please pay you know pay attention get involved in local government you can mm-hmm. volunteer for a number of different boards or commissions we have and then all of our council members are liaisons to all of those boards and commissions so at the next meeting those those positions will also be selected too so you know we would encourage we have, you know park board we have the planning commission mm-hmm. economic development authority there's all kinds of great ways for people to get involved in in local government very good yeah 
All right. Well, as we head into a brand new year, anything pressing going on uh, here in the city of Brainerd that we need to know about? You know, a couple of things, of course, pressing and probably on everybody's minds right now is snow. Yeah, yes. Uh, yes. We've had a lot of it. Oh, yes. No. And yeah. a lot and a lot. <laughs> um, so we just want to remind people, you know, pay attention uh, to snow emergencies. Mm-hmm. You can sign up. You, you can follow our Facebook page. You can always go on our website. But there's also something called Everbridge, where you can sign up and be notified via text about any snow emergency. So we would really encourage people to do that. Easiest way, Google Everbridge. Um, you can get registered there. Um, also, just a couple of reminders when we're talking about snow. Um, if you have a fire hydrant in your yard which by the way i do have one in my yard and so what the fire department asks is that you shovel snow to that fire hydrant Mm. you know you can snow blow it or shovel in case like a two foot radius around it is that kind of that's right okay yep so they can get in there and hook up their hoses should there ever be a fire so just a reminder to people if you have a fire hydrant please clear the snow up to that and then the diameter as well. And if you see one that hasn't been cleared, go ahead, take the initiative, get her cleaned out. Could be your house they're saving. That's right. (laughs) The other reminder, um, just when you snow blow, to not push that snow out onto the street. So that would be, you know, another reminder that we'd like to tell people. Mm -hmm. And again, there's been a lot of snow. Our street crew has been incredibly busy um so they get out there as quickly as they can clear that snow streets of course are priority and then they get to alleys so mm-hmm. and then in the downtown area that all that snow goes into the middle of the street and they do you know after they get all of the streets cleared they go back then and remove that snow so just you know be patient look for plows you know pay mm-hmm. attention so that's just another thing we'd like to remind people yeah, and of course, I believe uh, sidewalks, too, uh, need to be cleared. Is there still an ordinance that deals with that? And uh, bring us up to speed on that. Yeah, thank you, Ken. That's also a very good reminder. Yes, people who have sidewalks in front of their properties are responsible for removing that sidewalk. We have a lot of people who walk, mm-hmm. and we do have a lot of people in wheelchairs or scooters that need to get through those sidewalks. So, yeah, please. And if uh, one is not able to shovel for whatever reason, is there help available? I would encourage people to call City Hall. Um, I know the last couple of years we've had people that have volunteered to go out and help shovel. Um, We don't have that this year, but if people want to call City Hall, we can try to find places or people that could help them. Oftentimes service clubs will do projects like that, so we try to stay in kind of in tune with that. So call City Hall. And the other thing, too. It just be a good neighbor. If you know someone next door, you obviously know they can't get out and do it themselves. Lend a hand or maybe find a crew that can do it yeah. for them. Yeah. Good advice there. So other things, um, as long as we're talking about streets, mm-hmm. I you know, also continue to talk about the reconstruction of Washington Street. Yeah. And I'll probably continue to talk about that in every community (laughs) focus just because it's so incredibly important it is yeah 2026 is our year but of course we're doing a lot of planning Um, mindot did go before the city council in december to talk about these plans we've had a project management team that has been working on these designs for the reconstruction of Washington Street. That's been Gabe Johnson, uh, Mike O'Day, Tad Erickson, and Dave Badeau, our mayor. And they have done an amazing job of really 
kind of pushing on MnDOT to remember that this isn't just a highway that goes through the city of Brainerd. Right. This is a local street for us. Yeah. You know, we need to be really mindful of how people cross that street, get from north to south safely through our town mm-hmm. it, it's just incredibly important one of the things that they really discussed and were interested in doing is potentially a pedestrian bridge i saw that yes. story yeah that could go over 210 it would connect the Cuyuna lake state trail mm-hmm. looking at potentially a pedestrian bridge over by lump park so okay. the city applied for a grant um, we're going to be doing a feasibility study mm-hmm. to see how that bridge could work, um, and then potentially, knock on wood, a grant that could pay for that mm. bridge as well. Wow. So keep your fingers crossed. Um, last but not least, just want to let you know that MnDOT will be having a public hearing on the design for uh, 210. That will be on February 21st at the city council meeting at 7.30 p.m. Also encourage everybody to, if you have thoughts or comments, to attend that public hearing. Let MnDOT know what you think. Very good. Good idea. Yeah, this will take a while to get this designed properly, won't it? It will, yep. uh, I think we've been working on it for, I don't know, 18 months, two years already. And you think about that's three years out, and we've been working a lot on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it'll come quicker than we think. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. No doubt. All right. Um, I got to tell you, my uh, my kids were up for the holidays, and they don't live around here anymore, and they wanted to go skating, and they headed over to Memorial Park. And they raved about the new rinks and the warming house. Oh, that is fantastic. Thrilled to hear that. Yeah, yeah. we do. We have actually three warming houses. Nice. We have one at Memorial Park, as you know, that your kids went to, uh, Bain Park, and also Gregory Park. Mm-hmm. Um, are all three locations actually have skates. So oh, nice. And they're free. Yeah. So go to the park. We'll use them. Go outside. Yeah. Open Monday through Friday from 4 to 8 p.m. and Saturday, noon to 8, and Sunday, 1 to 7. So really encourage people, get, out, get outside. Our attendance has been higher than than normal. So really? A lot of people getting good. out. It's been good weather. Well, yeah. the weather has been perfect for yeah. them. Yeah. Yep. Fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. And you've got some other events coming up here in the parks as we continue on into the winter and towards spring, right? We do. Let's talk about Valentine's Day. I, okay. I know it's a month away, but, you know, we, we want to get... quickly. It does. Let's get people excited about it. Um, we have a Valentine's Day skating party. This will be at Gregory Park mm-hmm. on Sunday, February 11th from 1 to 4. There will be food chili hot dogs there'll be desserts and chips and hot cocoa and also there will be themed games on the ice and prizes oh wow. fun yeah come out and skate is there a cost to attend there is not it is free love that yeah it's great okay and then another fun kind of valentine's day event you mm-hmm. know we have a dog park yeah sure. buster, buster dog park buster yeah. dog park we're gonna have a smooch a pooch kissing booth <laughs> Kissing booth. The week of February 13th. Okay. Bring your camera. Please explain this, please. (laughs) You get to go smooch a pooch. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. Isn't that fun? That's great. Katie Kaufman, our red coordinator, is really great at coming up with very creative events that we can do in our parks. So. All right, we can have more on that, too, when we have you back next month. We sure can. It's just a teaser. We'll have more details. Okay. Sounds good. All right, and uh, bring us up to speed on the Mississippi uh, Trailhead Park, because uh, a lot of people are anxious to see that here this spring. (laughs) There's still some work to do on it yet? There is still some work to do on it yet, but 
I, I think what we're really excited about is this amphitheater. Um, mm. We're going to be able yeah. to have live music outside with a beautiful backdrop that is the Mississippi River. Amazing. Yeah, yeah just So great. looking forward to that. So the park board just did a policy on 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 music at the amphitheater, mm-hmm. just the amphitheater policy in general. So if there's anybody out there looking at, you know, maybe they want to perform or have a concert or even just stay in tune to what kind of events will be coming up there, mm-hmm. please reach out. Um, I'm really excited to go attend some concerts. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Love it. Great idea. Nice to think about warm weather in January. <laughs> True. <laughs> it's what we do in Minnesota. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. for sure. Ice fish uh-huh. and wait for warm weather, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Turn out the thermostat. Yeah. All right. Um, how about uh, economic development? Do you have any updates there? We do. So, you know, the, the city has an economic development authority. I mentioned it earlier on boards and commissions. And by the way, we're looking for a couple of people. Um, our economic development authority is actually a separate organization from the city, but it's kind of under that city umbrella. And they have been doing all kinds of things in the last two years. Mm. Uh, They did some goal setting, and really it's so important to have our businesses here, um, to bring people here, to patronize our businesses. So the Economic Development Authority last year hired some consultants, and they're gonna continue on with that. Uh, Hired Visit Brainerd, and Visit Brainerd is going to be developing a website and really continuing their advertising campaign, trying to encourage people to shop local, visit our businesses, but also if people are interested in opening a business, Mm -hmm. encourage people to take a look at what's available, um, not only in downtown Brainerd, but throughout Brainerd. Uh, The Destination Downtown Business Coalition really is focused on downtown, Mm -hmm. and they're gonna be producing some promotional videos, maybe of local businesses. Um, They're going to be just helping visit Brainerd with that website, and then they're gonna host some business networking events. So making, having businesses be able to connect with each other, sometimes that helps to promote their own businesses Mm -hmm. and they can collectively market. Then we hired a firm out of the cities called Swanson Hascamp, and they've really been identifying areas throughout the city of Brainerd that can be developed or maybe redeveloped, and then soliciting some developers that would be interested in coming to town. Oh, wow. We continue to hear about the need for housing. Oh, yes. Big time. Just have such a shortage of housing. So they're really going to be working on those types of developments as we go forward. Where do we have land available Mm -hmm. that potentially could be used for? And State Hospital, I think, is a perfect example. Mm -hmm. Just to the east of that State Hospital, there's a big, empty parcel of land. Could we potentially get a developer here that would be interested in maybe developing some housing out mm-hmm. there? Mm. So interesting yeah. thought. Yeah. So we're excited. Uh, the EDA has been doing a lot of work, and they continue to do that. So we're really excited about the work that the EDA is doing. Excellent. Okay. And then another thing too, the HRA also does a lot of work, and they're kind of that silent partner behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. The Housing and Redevelopment Authority, 30, yeah. you don't hear a lot about. They're also applying for a grant through the state to uh, do some housing rehab in Southeast Brainerd. So people in Southeast Brainerd may have gotten a a brochure and a survey, and I just wanna say if you live in Southeast Brainerd and you received that survey, please fill it out and send it back. Mm -hmm. That is really important information when the HRA goes to the state asking for that money to say that there is need and there are homeowners out there that need that help with fixing up their homes. Oh, interesting. Good to know. They also have 
additional funds. Mm-hmm. They have what's called a housing trust fund. So anybody in the city of Brainerd who needs funds for fixing up their house, um, they should call the Brainerd HRA, reach out to them. There's also some down payment assistance money that's available. Wow. So some really, really important programs here in the city of Brainerd. Uh, just encourage people to reach out if you need to fix up your house. The HRA is right there. They can help you. Is all of this on your website? Uh, it or is links to? Links to mm-hmm. um, the Brainerd. It's BrainerdHRA.org. Okay. I would encourage people to, to reach out, Google that, uh-huh. take a look at it, um, see if there's anything there that could help you. That's great. That yeah. is good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we covered a lot of territory here this morning. Who said uh, January was slow? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Did we start off saying it was slow? Yeah. My bad. Uh, all right. <laughs> well, Jennifer, thank you very much for being here today to talk about all these things, and we'll look forward to seeing you again next month. Thank you. The city always appreciates this this opportunity to Our talk pleasure. about all the great things happening in the city of Brainerd. Our pleasure. Thanks, Jennifer. Thanks. Jennifer Bergman is the Brainerd City Administrator. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor. That is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget our Community Focus programs are available anytime on our website. Go to 1067wjjy.com. Or you can listen through our free downloadable app powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.